Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 707. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I've got the continuation. The Lord has me doing part of chapter 1 again because it's coming from a whole different angle. And it's uh, regarding, uh, uh, a lot of it was uh, regarding what the Vatican wants everybody to do except themselves is to go to anger management classes. But the Lord tells us to be angry at uh, anything that's opposite of what he says. We see the destruction of human souls uh, coming uh, and uh, evolving every day. One day after the next is getting worse and worse. And so we are commanded for the, uh, from the Lord to hate evil. Uh, we can't serve two masters. We have to um, be uh, very, it's very clear in the Bible that we're to hate that which is evil and love that which is good. Well, everybody knows that God is good. He's also filled with anger and wrath. Now, we're not to have wrath because uh, vengeance belongs to him. But I would suggest that all the people that are murdering, all the people in the Vatican that are murdering Christians and then innocent other people, that they should go to anger management school and um, that really they should come to their senses and ask the Lord to enter their hearts and that they be saved. I also have a um, strong message uh, on that. And then also... I've got music and letters, but right now, let's enter into the most holy place, because those of us that are born of the Spirit, wash in the blood, because of the blood, we can approach the throne of God boldly, and we can get to him very quickly, and Father God, we're here uh, in your presence now, and I ask, Father God, that you, you... let your spirit use me in the way that you would have me be used today. Lord, anoint the message, anoint uh, the songs, the letters, anoint everything into the hearts of the listening audience, both saved and unsaved, that their souls might be saved. And Father, as usual, I want, I want that you should build a wall of fire around this program, and that you rebuke Satan, close all doors to him, bind him as your word being preached by me in this world is binding him, and bind him in heaven as I bind him here on earth. Lord, uh, and uh, open doors for every one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. The whole church, Lord, and heal those that are sick and afflicted in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says amen. Amen. All right. Now, here's the uh, Kingsman again. We've got the Alamo Brothers Quintet to sing for you at the end of the program. But this is the Kingsman again to sing Judgment.
as the mighty judge ascends the throne the book of life is open as countless souls begin to mourn from the throne
Praise the Lord. That's the Kingsman. And the song is Judgment. Right now, we're going to get right into what the Lord told me to do. We're still in chapter 1, the book of James. And we're at verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. I was mentioning yesterday that uh, God has wrath and we are not to have wrath. We're to pray to God if we feel wrath because of something that Satan is doing in the world, we're to pray to God. And um, Father, you know, you told us to do your will, and now you have to do your will. You have to do what you said you were going to do. If we keep your commandments, then you will protect us. You will rain down wrath. Now, we have, we've been very nice to the sinners out in the world and also to those that are with the Vatican and the one world government that's supposed to be new world order. There's anything new about there's been sin since uh, the time of Cain. Uh, but, so, what you said for us to pray, and we've been witnessing and testifying to people all these years, over and over and over again, and uh, you said, if you do my work, I'll do yours. So, Lord, I'm asking you to uh, save their souls, all of these wicked people on earth, because there have been uh, many wicked people that were against us, that were speaking against us, and they, from the preaching, the, the word that you have given me, they have uh, repented. So we are to be slow to wrath. Now, when we do that, you said that you'll pile uh, these uh, hot coals on their head. So, Lord, if there's no more, uh, if they're going to keep rejecting to uh, repentance, then pour those coals on them now. Let them feel it. In Jesus' name. Uh, verse 20. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. So we're forbidden to have wrath. In other words, to take out judgment. We just heard um, on the record here with the kingsman that uh, the Lord is, the, is going to um, pour out his wrath on uh, the wicked. Verse 21, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Don't uh, commit sin anymore because the Lord is going to pour out his wrath on all of those of you and everybody in the world that uh, will not lay apart, that won't get rid of all the filthiness that they love so much and superfluity of naughtiness and um, receive rather uh, with meekness the uh, engrafted word of God which is um, spirit and life which is able to save your souls verse 22 but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. 
Like there's so many people that hear the word of God, then they say, uh, we're going to go party tonight. That isn't doing the will of God. That's the exact opposite of what the Lord tells us to do. So be ye doers of the word. The book of Acts starts out, all that Jesus began to say, and not only say, what good is saying something if you don't do something? It's like asking uh, someone to be married, and then when they say, yes, I, I will, then you, they say, then you don't do it. <laughs> you don't marry them. Well, that's what the Lord is asking you to do, is get married to him. But uh, so be ye doers, be married to the word of God, which is Christ. Be ye doers of the word. In other words, let the word of God live in you and you do what the word says. The Lord wants to live in you and work in you, not hearers only, deceiving what happens if you're just reading the Bible and you're not doing any work. You're deceiving your own selves, your own souls. Verse 23, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto man, a man beholding his natural face. In other words, we are all natural, but the Lord wants us to be supernatural. So we're beholding our natural face in a glass, in a mirror, because the Bible is a mirror. We read it, and then do we do it? And the Lord says, yes, you better. Because if you don't, you're like a natural man looking into the mirror, and you see that you're full of evil, uh, but you don't do anything about it. Verse 24, for he beholds himself and sees what a rotten person he is and uh, goes his way and straightway forgets what manner of man he was. Well, you saw in the, uh, the um, word of God that you're a bad person. Everybody will see that, that you've committed sin. And you forget about it because you're having fun. You're going to party tonight. You got a certain program that you want to watch. Verse 25, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. If you look at the law that liberates you from the clutches of Satan, that's the law of liberty. You keep the commandments and continue keeping the commandments therein. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Well, I thought we weren't supposed to work, as some people were saying. There isn't any good work that we can do to become saved. But becoming saved is just the first step in salvation. After we're saved... Then the Lord says, okay, here's what you do. Deny yourself and uh, take up the cross and now follow me. And now I'm living in you and I'm going to lead you into all righteousness, things that you have to say to people and things that you have to do. 
And if you're preaching the gospel to people, but you don't keep the commandments, then they're, they're going to laugh at you. Uh, you're going to be, uh, if you have enough brains to be insulted, you're going to be ashamed. Because if you're, uh, uh, so he being not a forgetful here, but a doer of the work. No, the Bible says that we're going to be judged by our works, the works that we do or that we allow Christ to do in and through us. The Lord says, and follow me. That means do the same things that I did, only different. That's going to be a little different because I lived in Israel and maybe you don't. Uh, maybe you live in Los Angeles or Dayton, Ohio, or Daytona Beach, Florida. This man shall be blessed in his deed. That means in his work. Verse 26, if any man among you seem to be religious or saved and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, because all you're doing is if you are bridled not your mouth, your tongue, you're deceiving your own heart. This man's religion or salvation is in vain. Verse 27, pure religion and undefiled, pure salvation and uh, undefiled, so that you don't have sin on your soul before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless. Have you ever done that? And widows, that's plural, not just one, in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So we're not to allow ourselves to receive any sin in the world, we're to flee the very appearance of evil. So we keep ourselves clean enough to enter heaven. And that's absolutely pure and perfect. Now, chapter 2. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons? No. If you, uh, I don't care, you could be the apple of God's eye. And if you sin and continue in sin, you're going to hell. Does it make a difference? Or if you're the brother of, uh, half-brother of Jesus, will you go to heaven? No, because you're not. He said, who is my mother? Who is my father? Who's my brother? My, si my sisters, my brethren, they are those that keep the commandments of the Lord. So he's no respecter of persons. If you sin, you go to hell and the lake of fire. If you keep the commandments, you get to go to heaven. It all depends on you and I. Amen? Amen. Verse 2, For if, if there come unto your um, assembly, now this is getting down to the nitty-gritty because nobody thinks of this. This is just a common thing to do. If somebody comes in with a lot of money, people rush to you. I know I've had lots of money out in the world, and... Uh, People think I've got a lot of money now, but really I don't own anything. 
but uh, they come rushing to you if they think you've got money. But go to a place where they don't know you and walk in, and uh, they're treating somebody else that isn't even one-tenth or one-hundredth of the man that you might be, and they're waiting on them hand and foot. But then if the uh, focus of who you really are hits them, they're going to come rushing over to your table and give you all kinds of amenities. Oh, how they treat you so wonderful. Or if you're a big tipper, oh, my God, they'll bow and scrape. So this is what the general public does. For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring in goodly apparel, and how much more if it's a gold ring with a large diamond in it and really good apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment. He's like a bum, actually. And ye have respect to him that's wearing the nice clothing. And say unto him, Sit thou here, my friend, in a goodly place. And say to the poor uh, man, uh, Hey, stand, uh, stand thou, thou there, or sit over here under my footstool. Verse 4, are you not then partial in yourselves and are become judges of evil thoughts? Now the Lord's, you know, trimming down what uh, evil is to things like this. So this you have to be extremely careful of because what difference would it be if you went to hell for fornication, adultery, homosexuality, or lesbianism, and you were running over people that were not dressed properly? Because uh, the Lord says that uh, you have evil thoughts. Verse 5, Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor the poor things of this world, but those that are rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom of God, which he hath promised to them that keep his word, those that love his word, that love to know what the right thing is to do. In other words, I would prefer being good to people that are in poor clothing and don't have any rings on their hands because the Lord promises the kingdom of heaven for those uh, which he hath promised to them that do that, that love him. Verse 6, But ye have despised the poor. A preacher, one of the friends of mine that uh, built steel buildings, he said, you know, our pastor at our church uh, dressed up like a bum and he was leaning against a building and here all the people that go to the church had to pass him by. And not one of them said, are you hungry? Would you like to come to church? 
let, let me do something for you. And after everybody was in church, he walked through the congregation with his clothing on and so beat up hat. And he got on his, uh, on the platform behind the pulpit and told them, there's not one of you that is a Christian in this whole church. That was me standing on the corner over there. And every one of you passed me by, didn't ask me if I was hungry or if I needed a place to stay or if I wanted to come to church. That's what uh, the Bible's talking about. Verse 6, But ye have despised the poor. They didn't even want to get near him for fear that fleas would come off him, and yet that's their pastor. Do not rich men oppress you? Yes. People that are rich in this world, but they're not rich, they're poor when it comes to the supernatural realm. And uh, draw you before the judgment seats? Oh, yeah. Because they can't stand people that deal with the poor and the needy. They figure, you bums. We don't want to know about that. We're sitting high. We're eating high on the hog. And we're sitting, you know, in the back of a Rolls limo or a Cadillac or Lincoln limo or a Mercedes Benz or a Porsche limo. Verse 7, do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called? Look at all these people that have money. And they really don't have that much. You know, there's some that have a lot, but there's majority of the people don't have that much. Verse 8, if ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Ye do well. Well, who is our neighbor? Well, the Lord explained that in the Gospels. Amen. Amen. He said, you know, that your neighbor is everybody in the world. Inasmuch as you've done it to the least, you've done it unto him. And so when you stand before the judgment bar of God, O rich guy or woman, and you, um, the Lord says, you never did these things for me. And he says, well, we didn't see you. He's, how, when, when did we not do these things unto you? And he says, inasmuch as you did it not unto the least of the people on this earth, you did it not unto me. Depart from me, you wicked. I was in prison. You wouldn't come to prison to visit me. I was in a hospital ward. Or a room and you didn't come to visit me. I was hungry. You didn't feed me. I was naked. You didn't uh, give me anything to wear. I was thirsty. You didn't give me a cup of cold water. So verse 9 says, But if ye have respect to persons, oh, if it's uh, broke Donald Trump, and he's broke as you can get. He said to his girlfriend when they were walking down the street, see that guy over there on the street selling pencils? And she said, yes. And he said, he has more money than I do. I owe billions of dollars to the bank, and he doesn't know anything. Whatever he's got in that hat, it's his. I don't have anything. And so she dumped him. <laughs> 
<laughs> Should have kept your mouth shut, Donald. <laughs> the Donald. The, the, the Donald, that is. Okay, verse 9. But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin. Oh, my God. No sinner shall enter the kingdom of heaven. So if you have respect, a lot of times I'll call the church and somebody said, hello. And I says, don't answer the phone like that. Oh, sir, if we would have known it was you. Hey, you're a respecter of persons. You're sinning right now. You're supposed to treat everybody like they were the Lord. Amen? Amen. All right, so you're committing sin. But if you have respect to persons, you're committing sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. Be convinced that you're going to hell if that's the way you are. How is this world ever going to change unless we do good things for everyone? For everyone. If we don't, we're respectful of persons. Verse 10, for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all the law. Well, you mean even if I'm not a, if I'm a respecter of persons? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you just heard me read, wasn't it? Right from the word of God? Okay, so verse 11. For he that said, do not commit adultery, said also, do not murder. Now, if you commit uh, uh, no adultery, yet if you murder... Thou art become a transgressor of the law. That's the whole law. You're going to hell. What difference is it? If you're going to hell, what difference is it if you're going to hell for adultery or murder or being a respecter of persons? They all carry the um, hell label on them. Oh, my God. Verse 12. So speak ye. And so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. Well, why do they call it the law of liberty? Because if you keep the law of liberty, then you're at liberty, you're free from Satan, you go to heaven, you don't go to, you're not condemned to hell or the lake of fire. So speak, all of you. And so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. Because those that the Lord sets free are free indeed. There's no hang, hang-ups with you. Well, I just can't seem to deal with the people that uh, don't have money. I mean, there's no profit in it. If you do that in secret, if you treat people nice in secret, and that's poor people, people that haven't got a chance at all to pay you back, then the God, uh, the living God in heaven will repay you in uh, public. Amen? Amen. Verse 13, for he shall have judgment without mercy. Now, last night... And I was working out, and we went to this restaurant, and I had uh, 
three poached eggs and a little salad. Get some protein in me from working out. And after we went out, this man came up to us and he asked me, I'm hungry, can I have something to eat? And I said, why, sure, praise the Lord. And so I, um, he's going into the restaurant to get himself uh, some food. And so I gave him some of the literature that I've written. I gave him a Messiah book. The two people that are with didn't even lift a finger. They were just getting in the car. And I says, what's the matter with you people? How many times do you have to hear the word of God? I mean, this man is like coming right in front of us. And you didn't rush to the vehicle to get the literature for him. So I gave him a Messiah book and a few pieces of literature that the Lord had given me. Verse 13, for he shall have judgment without mercy that hath showed no mercy. And mercy, if you have mercy, if you've sowed mercy, then the mercy that you've sowed rejoices against judgment. Because judgment is coming. And... um, Either you're going to rejoice um, or you're going to be in agony forever. Uh, verse 14, what does it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he has faith and have not works, can faith save him? No. <laughs> If you have faith, you're going to do the works. Amen? Amen. Okay, well, faith cannot save you where you just sit and you see like there are people in the room and the door, somebody will knock on the door and I'm busy and they just sit there and they won't answer the door. So they don't have faith. What does it profit, my brethren, my brothers and sisters? Though a man say he has faith, and has not works. He does it to the work of the Lord. Here's a man begging for food. And I know it's an embarrassing thing for people to do. And so I say, oh, yes, praise the Lord. Here you go. Take him in the restaurant. Let him order anything he wants. And give him some literature to read while he's eating the food. Does that ever occur to you any longer? You who have fallen away that have no zeal. You have no anger against evil because you're doing evil yourself. And the Lord commands you to be angry at evil. Be angry at yourself. Look into the word of God and see how evil you are. Evil enough to have sin on your soul and no one that has sin on their soul is going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Can faith save him? Verse 15, if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, you weasels, verse 16, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, be warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them nothing not those things which are needful to the body, 
to give him some nourishment, what does it profit? How is that man going to be profited where you just, I bless thee, be thou warm, be thou filled, goodbye now, get out of my sight. You're uh, a devil, according to the Lord. Verse 17, even so faith, if it has not works, is dead, morto, a cadaver. Being alone, it's dead. Faith without works is morto, is dead. Verse 18, yea, a man may say thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy uh, faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. And we're going to be judged by these works at the judgment bar of God. And you think you're going to go to heaven. Oh, you ridiculous person that say you know the word of God. Verse 19, thou believest that there is one God. Well, you're doing well, but the devils also believe and tremble. So how much better are you than a devil? When the devil fears God, he uh, trembles. The devils believe. Amen? Amen. And they tremble. Hmm. You say, mm hmm Amen. You better say a great big amen. Okay, verse 20. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead, is mortal? Verse 21. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Yes, that's how he was. Uh, uh, he's the father of faith. He was justified. Verse 22. Seest thou how faith wrought with his works? He had faith to do the works. And by works was faith made perfect. Without works, you don't have faith. You're just another of the hundreds of millions billion and billions of phonies. And you see these people driving for all kinds of money to feed people overseas. But I ask them, give me the names of those people and I'll send people over there and give them the food. I want to know for sure that they're getting the food because I see these people so fat and sassy and they... Uh, sitting up there full of pride, and I don't believe they're giving. They may, uh, you see them give a big old tub full of oatmeal or something after they've been sent maybe several hundred million dollars, and they take a cherry pick a few of the uh, really bad cases and show them on television. You folks send me money, and you'll see us over there giving the food and clothing and everything that they need. And it won't just be porridge. It'll be the things that you and I like to eat. Verse 23, And the scripture was fulfilled, 
which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. And he's the father of faith. Verse 24. You see then how that by works a man is justified. So don't say your faith and you sit there and fill your belly, your rotten belly full of food, and then see the poor people out there starving to death. It's like we saw on the news the other day, uh, a man was hit by an automobile, 77 years old. And the car just kept going, and there were two other cars that uh, one of them rolled over the top of him, and they just let him lay there, and they took off, hit and run. And there were people crossing the street, and they just walked right over his body, and by him, not one of them said, are you alive? Are you okay? Or drag him off the street. They just left him on the street. And so somebody might have called 911 because a police car came up and took him into the car. You see then how that by works, a man is justified. Do you call that works where you hit a man? And because you don't want to go to court, it's a big hassle, you'll lose your job, and all this sort of stuff. And not by faith only. Uh Uh-uh. Likewise also, verse uh, 25. Likewise also, was not Rahab, the harlot, the prostitute, the whore, justified by works? When she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way, she had faith. Well, she wasn't going to turn those guys in from Israel because she knew that the power of God was with them. And it's better to be with the people that have the power of God with them than to be a rata, a rat for the Vatican. Verse 26, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Now it mentions that three times in this chapter. And so it's very important that the Lord has James going through these scriptures very much, quite a bit here, that uh, faith without works is dead. Now, do you know how many people, they say, I'm the richest man in the world. No, uh, somebody else is. Well, they don't give any money to the poor and needy. And even if they do, it's minimal. And it's mainly to give themselves some sort of credit. But there's people, but they'll give to the Ford Foundation. Ford, who built the Ford automobile, was uh, anti-Semitic. He hated Jews. And don't forget, Jesus is a Jew. And that God is the God of the Jews. I don't need to know too much of the Bible, too much more of the Bible, to know that that man... If he didn't repent, he's in hell right now for being an anti-Semitic. Verse 3, 
Well, is it right to be anti? No, it's not. God says, and you hear people saying this, I'll bless them that bless the Jew, and I'll curse them that curse the Jew. Verse 3, my brethren, be not many masters. You can't serve God and Satan, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Well, the greater condemnation, what's more than being condemned? Well, there's a lower part in hell. There's uh, different uh, stages of it. Verse 2, for in many things we offend everybody. If any man offend not in word, if you don't, uh, any man doesn't preach false doctrine, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Now that's very for in many things we offend everybody. Many people. We offend all, really, it says, A-L-L. If any man offend not in word. In other words, there's people like, uh, quote, Reverend Hagee, that uh, offends me many times. A lot of times he'll preach the truth, but that makes him a good counterfeit. It could deceive many people. But any man that uh, will not offend, will not preach false doctrine, the same is a perfect man. So we see that he's imperfect. He's apologizing to the stinking Antichrist. And he's saying such weird things that Christ had a different kind of blood in him than human blood. And the Bible says that we were, uh, he was made exactly like us. He had skin, bone, and flesh, and blood, the same as us. So the same is a perfect man. I'm not offending God's word by telling people that they're devils. Jesus himself told the people that they were devils and that they're the, the, um, their father, they are of their father, the devil. And he told them they're like dogs and pigs and vipers. And he said, how can you escape hell? So yeah, I'm not offending in the word to preach these things. And I'm not offending in the word, word also to say that polygamy is not a sin if you, if God tells you to be a polygamist. And it's not a sin to be angry if you're angry at Satan. But never be angry at God. So anyone that does not, any man that offends not in the word, that will say, hey, the word says that you can't be, that all polygamists will go to hell. Well, then you would be offending God very much. And you would say it's the same as homosexuality, Reverend Hagee, I'll tell you to your face, you're a liar. And a stinking devil. Because anybody that the Lord has told to be a polygamist, and you say that it's of the devil to be one, you're a devil. 
You talk good, but so did Hitler. The same is a perfect man that tells the truth. It's not ashamed of the truth. Because of the power of God unto salvation. And that kind of a person that is a perfect man that tells the truth uh, regarding the word of God is able also to bridle the whole body where they will not sin. Because they're bridling the whole body. Okay, well, uh, we have some letters. I'm going to take this up next uh, message. Where's the first letter from? From Glasgow, Scotland. Okay, let me hear what our friends and our brothers and sisters in Scotland have to say. Dear friends at the Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, I am writing to thank you for sending a large box of literature and the T-shirts. They were delivered today. I am also glad to hear on program 699 that someone from England has just requested Pastor Lamo's literature. There are many people distributing the Lord's literature here in the UK. I would appreciate it if you could give me the details of the people in the UK being saved or requesting the Lord's material so we can organize a team of literature distribution that will be moving from city to city. Praise the Lord. Sincerely yours in Christ, Brother Lacombo from Glasgow, Scotland. Okay, we'll send Brother Lacombo uh, the information in that regard. First, ask the people if they want to unite with him. And then you have another letter. We only have a few seconds left. Yes, from Niger State, Nigeria. Okay, let's go. Good evening, sir. I received the package in good health. Thank you. The good Lord will continue to strengthen your ministry. I am really convinced about your stand and view on the Catholic Church. My prayer is that the good Lord... It's not a church, it's a cult. <laughs> then what? My prayer is that the good Lord will accept our soul on the last day. I must say that your literature are really changing students here in Lautech for good. I would like to receive more of your books apart from the Messiah that will strengthen my faith, as well as some t-shirts to create more awareness. Thanks and anticipation, yours faithfully, Joshua from Niger State, Nigeria. Well, by time on this program is over, so we need to pray now. Now, those of you that uh, want to keep receiving the truth of the word of the Lord, uh, you have to do some works here. You have to come to the Lord now, kneel down at the foot of the cross, uh, just close your eyes and imagine that, and then ask the Lord to enter you because you're dead right now in your sins and trespasses. And if you ask him in, he'll come in for sure. All that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, and he'll wash all your filthy former sins away in the blood of Jesus. And it's easy to begin being a Christian. It's so easy that little children can understand it very well. So say this prayer to the Lord. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. And I believe, Father, that he died on the cross. I believe that and uh, shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father God, and Holy Spirit. Wash all of my former sins away, Jesus, in the precious blood that you shed for me on the cross at Calvary. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me. And I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. 
Okay, now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord. And Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this CD or audio tape uh, of program number 707. It's absolutely free, including postage and handling. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is Tony Alamo. Pastor Tony Alamo, world pastor, saying make sure to tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from the Lord. A lot of people that were were with the church years ago are coming back. Praise the Lord. Here's the Alamo Brothers Quintet to sing for you, I've Got My Ticket.
ticket. I've got my ticket. Well, I'm going. 